thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the Wholesome Box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families an express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Women Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Hello and happy festive holiday greetings to all of you gorgeous listeners on Wellness Women Radio. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. Um, and Ashley, I like that. That was very non-denominational as well. <laughs> just, you know, just holiday season. I love that. Um, ladies, we are on social media. You can find us uh, on Facebook. We're uh, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Women. We are on Instagram at The Wellness Women Official. I am DrAndrea.xo on Instagram and The Period Whisper on Facebook. And you can find Ashley on Dr. Ashley Bond on everything. So welcome to another episode of Wellness Women Radio. Ladies, we've been offline for a couple of weeks just because, you know, sometimes that's how we roll and that's what happens with life. Um, but we're back and uh, pretty rearing to give you the last episode of the year because we definitely need to take a break for a week or two. <laughs> and I, I like to think this last episode of the decade. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so fun actually starting to like, you know, as it's like I, I noticed the difference in everyone. It's the fun and the scary at the same time. Like, oh, my God, where did 10 years go? Oh, my gosh, you know, what um, what no. on earth? We're, we're going to start writing 2020, which just sounds so cool. I'm just so excited about this idea of 2020. There's something about the number, like just that oh, kind of, you yeah. know, that 2020. I just, I don't know what it is. It's almost like the year 2000. Like it was amazing to stop writing 19 and start writing 2000. And, and do you, Ash, do you remember? Remember Y2K and all the fuss about that? That was 20 years ago. Um, Uh, I struggle. So old. (laughs) I super struggle with that too because I was just like, oh my gosh, is that how long since I was in high school? And I can't believe it. We were going to the Sydney Olympics and getting so excited when we got our, you know, like it was all a ballot system to get your tickets to go to the Olympics. And I, you know, I remember going to the kayaking and swimming and the athletics.
colleagues and it was just so, so inspiring. Um, and it's funny, I actually had a chat to her with Shane to my mum today and um, one of her friends had been down to uh, my old school and my swing records from 2000 still stand on the walls. And uh, that was pretty, Ash, I was that like, yeah. And some of my primary school records still stand. So I was like, yeah, I mean, when I say oh. I knew I was fast, I was fast. I really, you know, really trained um, at that point in my life for something bigger than myself. And strangely enough, it was the, um, the Sydney 2000 Olympic trials. And it wasn't for me because I wasn't quite yet, you know, age or maturity level to really be cracking out a spot for the Olympic levels. But, you know, just being um, part of the national finals when these athletes that you're racing against are about to be part of the Olympic team was a pretty exciting time in my life because I remember walking around the pool deck and there's like Ian Thorpe and I'm just like going to jelly going, oh, my God, it's so amazing. <laughs> We're like, oh, he's so dreamy to do like – no I, didn't have a, no, I didn't have a dreamy factor of him. I just, I just really, really, really was in awe of his skill and, yeah. you know, people would criticise him in different ways. But I just remember thinking I he was one year above me in the pool and I just remember always oh. following through. And from as, you know, young as I could ever remember, he just broke every record in front of us. Like it was just yeah. – he just was something very, very special, but so humble and so lovely because I used to see him around at all our Sydney mates. So, you know, every different pool I went to, there was Ian Thorpe and he just got this godlike status once he started to, you know, really do amazing things. And um, and there was just so many wonderful athletes. And so, yeah, I guess I look back and I go, is that really 20 years? So, ladies, don't worry if you're you're feeling suddenly like life is flashed before you. Um, we get the same feelings yeah. too, promise you. Um, we, we try and keep ourselves present. We always talk about, you know, this idea of mindfulness and being in the moment and, and living for now and you know and forward planning as well having visions and dreams and aspirations and action to make those happen but it was also sometimes nice to like we just I guess mused on chatted about now to talk back about um, how wonderful some of those moments are in your life and um, it is okay for them to be in the past um, that you know yeah. the world's not going to end Y2K didn't end the world so you know probably you know something that's happened to you this year whether it be good or bad is going to be uh, you know hopefully yeah. a memory 10 years from now or 20 years from now that you'll look back on and it may just be an opportunity for growth and learning and um, development in your life so you know if it's been a, a great year for you fantastic celebrate and hopefully take more of that you know good vibe into the new year um, yep. but if it's been one of those years that you'd rather really close the door on um, yeah we get it but just remember from every challenge, you know, comes change and growth and an opportunity for learning. So hopefully you'll see, you know, somewhere down the future the, the pluses that come from, you know, tragedy and, and trauma that can occur. Um, you know, I know our families have both had sort of challenges this year in different ways and um, yeah, you just take it on the chin and decide that it's not going to define, you know, your life or your fears and try and, you know, live forward, which um, – Yes, tonight oh, we're going to talk about fun. Um, <laughs> but I just forward. have to circle back, Ash, to say yeah. um, your records still stand after what twenty odd years. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Huh? Ash, that is amazing, absolutely yeah. incredible. You should be so so proud of yourself for that. That you, is just you know, sensational. That actually, made me smile today because I just know um, the caliber of athletes that have come after that, and I'm just smiling, thinking, "Wow!" And not one of them, you know, touched. And uh, there's a couple there. It's not just one. And I just remember thinking, yeah. "Oh, you know." Yeah, wow. I mean, there's been some really, really wonderful athletes that have come through my school since then because, um, yeah. you know, Sydney private girls schools tend to have a pick of a crop of <laughs> athletes that come through. And, yeah, just yeah. it was nice. It was really nice. Um, and as his mum was talking to me, I actually said to her, do you know what? They only stand there because of you. 
Um, and she was like, I'm like, you know, the, the, the hard work that you put in to take me through that, you know, that high school, which a single parent, anyone who comes from a single parent household knows how yeah. hard their parent works to, to give them privilege, um, which, yeah. you know, mine definitely worked for. And for that, I'm just so endlessly grateful. So those records only stand there and that name only carries along those balls because my mum, you know, was able to do that for me. So yeah. it's a nice record actually to have that she was the school swimming captain and so was I. And um, oh, it was, yeah, just a beautiful, yeah, really nice generational, um, you know, observation there, I guess. So yes, What a legacy. Yeah, it's, it's a nice one. So, I mean, not that I'm probably going to live in Sydney in the future and I may not even have a girl, but <laughs> there may not be a continuation of that, but it's, it's nice for what it is yeah absolutely oh that's so sweet what a nice um what a nice little thing for us to think about um and guys i know that a lot of people are it's been a massive year for everybody and so much has happened and so much has changed and it's just been crazy like you know good bad and otherwise and what we wanted to talk about tonight is just some ways to we've certainly done podcasts on surviving the christmas season or surviving the holiday season and those sorts of things but we thought we would dig into some actual specific hormonal hacks that you can, you know, you can do that are super simple just so that things aren't thrown out the window over the holidays. Um, because, you know, we've talked about this before. On average, people put on two to five kilos during the Christmas, um, you know, all this holiday season break. And it is obviously because of the diet and lifestyle choices that you're making this time, but often all of the hard work you put in during the year to improve your health just gets blown out the window at this time. And we don't want that to happen for you. So there's some really simple things you can do from day to day that means you can still enjoy that time with your family, but things aren't going out the window. Does that sound good? Oh, absolutely. I mean, how quick is it to derail all the good good uh, intentions or the efforts yes. you've been putting in? Like it, it can take you just one um, one holiday Christmas party that backs up with another Christmas party that backs up with Christmas, then Boxing Day, <laughs> and then New Year's Eve, and then New Year's Day, and then all of a sudden you've had you know six to eight you know events, so to speak, that really do start to derail you, your positive intentions because it becomes easier. You sort of it becomes mm-hmm. easier to cheat. It becomes easier to you know to I guess not respect your body in some way. It's like oh well, I didn't exercise this week now. I don't feel that bad. You know, it's just kind of that thing of going. <laughs> Yeah. It just becomes easier. So um, I've always been a big fan of going into sort of um, Christmas time uh, with the intention that why should my food choices completely go out the window just because yeah. it's Christmas? Like, for example, I wouldn't eat a big custard pie on any given day, so why would I eat that then and now? It's, totally. It doesn't serve me. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's been really interesting this year. Have you, do you plan Christmas menu? Do, you, do your family kind of create a bit of a plan mm. of action, tackle the who's doing what and how they're doing it? Yeah, we usually, yeah. like the Christmas food and the preparation is it's always quite a big deal and yeah. it's the one and only day of the year. Um, that I like cooking if I'm in my own kitchen. Um, and if, and I don't, I don't know why, I think it's just, it's literally the one only time I enjoy it. And we're having Christmas day here in Perth and then we're flying to Queensland to be with my family on Boxing Day. So like we've got a relatively small little crowd, but I've ordered like this huge um, organic turkey that's going to be like, I don't know, a ridiculous amount of people. So there's going to be leftovers for weeks. Um, but 
I'm quite methodical about it and I literally cook the entire day. It's crazy. I, I turned into this Martha Stewart character. I don't know who that Andrea is on Christmas Day, but for some reason it's the one day that I enjoy it and things actually don't turn out too bad. Oh. Like for someone who can't cook, like it's, I don't know, it's like a Christmas miracle. You know what? I reckon you just channel that, that loving service. You know, you like, you're there yes. for others, you bring family together, you're creating, you know, that, um, that community that is the great essence yes. of what food sharing is all about. So I reckon you just channel, you know, all the good, good housewives of the world into that one, <laughs> one day. So yeah. Oh, so well done for tackling um, that because it is, you can create a massive amount of stress, can't it? So let's talk about some of our strategies that um we'll, we'll have, how many hacks are we gonna do 12 13 14 15 think, um let's aim for 12 you know 12, like 12 days christmas. christmas yep yep 12 hormonal hacks um okay i think that you already were touching on stress then okay so first thing my one of my best stress hacks is the parasympathetic belly breathing because you can do this in any moment. It can be if the family's having a complete meltdown, um, you know, you're all of a sudden just having a blow up with your auntie or something, <laughs> you know, maybe you've overcooked the turkey, whatever it is, um, just doing some parasympathetic breathing. So breathing in for the count of seven, out for the count of 11, in for seven, out for 11, just completely switches off that fight or flight or that stress response really quickly. No one will know that you're doing it. It's free. You don't have to go to a class. You can do it in the moment and it just calms the system down straight away. So that is parasympathetic breathing in for seven, out for 11. Ooh, love it. And along those lines too, when you're talking about, you know, how you can calm the vagus nerve and create that parasympathetic response, I'm a big fan of singing. So this is where oh, I get out yes. my, my worst singing voice. And if I'm feeling really agitated, it's like, oh, la, 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 la. you know, like it's, <laughs> it really gives you a chance to belt out the, uh, the excess energy. It's good for you because that vagal yeah. stimulation. Yep. And, um, if you're totally batty and lost your marbles completely, singing crazy Christmas songs doesn't seem that crazy. So. <laughs> Everyone loses their marbles at this time of year. I love yeah. it. Okay, so ladies, if you're in Perth, um, or even well, you know, Ash is going to be um down in Margaret River, so yep. we could we may be able to hear her from Perth. So if you do hear that, you'll know where that's coming from. Okay, so we've got belly breathing, we've got singing. Um, I love that you touched on this before, but you were talking about that being of service. Um, mm. This is one thing, if you have been really struggling um, throughout the year to really reach a health goal and you've done so well and you are really concerned about that actually falling apart at Christmas because of maybe um, maybe even just like peer pressure or family pressure about, oh, I can't believe you're not going to eat this or I can't believe you're not going to have a drink or, or whatever it might be then stepping stepping out of that kind of drama and then helping someone and we've talked about this before in a in podcast but it might be you know offering to um give a hand in the kitchen if you're tempted to be reaching for certain foods or you know go and sit with one of your elderly family members and try and connect with them or help a child or just that act of being of service and being present in the moment helps to switch all of those senses of I'm desperate to, you know, have that glass of wine or eat that, you know, custard or whatever it might be that you were referring to, Ash. So that being of service and you know, even better if you can be um, volunteering or doing any kind of sort of charitable work and if this is a time when you can be giving a little bit more, like it's definitely not always altruistic because it makes us feel amazing as well. But 
that's just a happy side effect, right? Yeah, and I think especially if people are feeling, you know, it's, uh, I would love to think Christmas is a happy time, but I know that's not the case for everyone. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. Christmas really does trigger, you know, sadness or longingness, you know, sometimes loneliness and sense mm-hmm. of trauma. If there's things that, are, you know, are people are not there that they want to be there or there's broken relationships or, you know, passing of, you know, people they value and love most. But this is also a time when, you know, that sort of um, sadness and or anger or any number of you know emotions can be replaced by that you said altruism that act of love um by yeah. giving to someone else you can also help to heal your own own hurts and pains so um definitely you know there's plenty of organizations and it's not too late usually to put up your hand i know this will go out sort of just mm-hmm. before christmas but there's still plenty of people out there who desperately need help or would love a hand to deliver you know a food box or to do something you know just supportive in the community um or i mean could even be just yourself going along to events that are being you know out there in the public and forums there might be christmas day luncheons and things like that just being out with others um rather than feeling that sadness you know isolating at home because you won't be alone um wherever you are yeah. and i think that's you know really important to understand that you may feel this way or um you know feel like there's something missing but there's also other people around that feel the same way and strangely enough that can be a bonding you know community experience to be together and that's the whole point of christmas right isn't it to be together yeah. and to try and uh, you know bring more happiness and love into the world so yeah awesome. i agree with you completely okay let's talk about some food hacks now mm-hmm. um some ways to really not like totally fall off the bandwagon um and i think that it absolutely starts by starting the day right if you set the tone for the start of the day properly then usually you're it's you're able to make better decisions and that usually looks like starting the day with really good quality protein and as far as i'm concerned for brekkie you really can't go past like um if you're eating animal protein eggs so if you did a couple of say um, poached eggs with a whole bunch of veggies you're getting all your amazing fiber there eggs also have a bit of tryptophan in them too which is like kind of a precursor to serotonin serotonin um serotonin is that feel good happy neurotransmitter which keeps us you know just makes life worth living really um so you're getting really good omega fatty acids you're getting really good quality protein there um and you're going to feel satiated as well so if you're starting that day properly with a proper breakfast um if you are eating breakfast then you know at least you're setting yourself up for the rest of the day on like a good sort of platform Love it. I definitely agree with that. And I think it's, um, you know, when you're talking about food and staying in the day, um, go for your greens first, you know, try and throw in there a nice big uh, green start as well, because it definitely, if you fill up on, on some of those um, more satiating fibers, uh, you tend to mm-hmm. less want the sugars. And isn't that amazing that you kind of go, oh, so... I don't so know. that's your. I don't that's, know. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I think the listeners, five, the fiber. Yeah, I yep. think the listeners know this though. I mean, I, I'm honest about it. I, I always say to people, you, you can't preach and not, you know, practice it. So my thing is that um, yes, I do have the Christmas trifle, and it is my breakfast on Boxing Day, and this is an <laughs> annual tradition. My it's, family does that. Too. I'm just yeah, going to say it's totally a, it's a tradition, and uh, <laughs> I think it would be a bit lost if it wasn't the case. But mind you. This year it might be a little bit different because we are away, so we might not uh, not be able to create the same sorts of things quite so simply. But I just always laughed at myself, thinking, in what day of my life would I ever eat dessert for breakfast? Like, 
but it's just tradition, you know. Oh, like, it's so it's good. It's so good. Forward to then. It's so good. Oh, it's um, so good. Ash, you will have to try my mum's trifle. She has like a world famous in our family trifle. Oh, because oh, now you're gonna pit mum against mum here. We're gonna oh, have no. the, the the trifle, uh, you know, like the trifle off between mums here. Uh oh. oh so funny. Okay, well. Because I was about to make the same claim. I'm like, no, my my mum's one is the best in the entire whole entire, entire world for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And do you know what? This is never a food I would ever order. Oh, yeah. No way. No way. But it's just all the way they make it. it. Yeah, it's the yeah. way they make it. There's also yeah. the association of mums, Christmas, mum, um, the family coming together. You know, there is in, on no planet would actually choose that for dessert. It's all. No. That. So good, so good, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, so I think you know we we talking about the fiber there, but um, the key behind that as well is whilst it is you know I would definitely recommend fill up with the the healthier options first. So yes, always putting your fiber on your plate. Um, so yes, there's the trifle there, but don't start the day with trifle if you don't have to. <laughs> It's not tradition in your household. <laughs> if it's not, maybe don't. Um, but, you know, on the flip side of that, uh, I must say the reason why there is leftovers for Boxing Day is because most of us have eaten so well in the day on Christmas Day that we actually – there's not enough room to have a whole plate full of trifle on, yeah. you know, Christmas Day. Isn't that interesting? I'm like – because I think about it, I'm like, how do we even have any left for, you know, Boxing Day to have leftovers? But the reality is we don't actually eat a whole lot of dessert on Christmas Day because most of the time it's all the – you know, like it's the different kind of meats, it's the fresh barbecued prawns, it's the salads, it's yeah. like all of that stuff. And seriously, you do not feel like eating desserts after you've just had all that amazing food. Like it's just yeah. overkill. Um, we don't do puddings because – you know, heavy puddings are just so not in keeping with the types of menus we have, you know, our Christmases. Um, yeah. And we, I, I look back and I, I look at all of our Christmases and I, we really do have a very um, accidentally healthy Christmas. It just shows you that awesome. as, you know, as a family we do choose those things like between us, we all sort of choose for those exotic salads. You know, the time we get a bit more creative, throw the pomegranate through it, like do all these lovely things, but they're still really health-filled. Um, yeah. Same with, you know, cold-cut meats and, and fresh seafood on, on the barbecue. Like there's some really nice lean protein there that, um, again, spits the food bill that we talk about for hormone-healthy diets, um, you awesome. know, how we eat well for our hormones. Like there's a there's a way you can do it in Christmas time. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, eating the, the big gluten-filled stuff in turkeys um, unless you really really want to so yes and speaking of turkey that is actually another thing that i would suggest that you do have on your menu if you do have the choice because it is again really rich in tryptophan mm. and all of these tryptophan rich foods um because they help to really boost serotonin is part of why they make you really sleepy afterwards as well so you kind of have this like very nutrient dense meal that does that and then you feel like you need to have a little nap so part of that post-Christmas lunch slump is part of, you know, the foods that you're eating. And obviously, you know, most people are stuffed to the brim. Um, but I think turkey is a good thing. If you're eating meat, it's a good thing to have on your menu. So feel free to, you know, go ahead with that. Okay. Ash, what's your next hack? Um, go easy on the alcohol. You know, yeah, I really totally. think that um, we talk a lot about how we keep a, a hormone-happy lifestyle, you know, keeping balanced hormones. And one of the big players in women's health and well-being, and obviously our hormone balance, is, is mucking around with alcohol. Um, mm. It's It causes so many different knock-on effects, but essentially – 
I'm a big fan of suggesting people, you know, with every glass of alcohol, they have at least two glasses of water so that they're just making sure they're interspersing drinks, not just constantly topping up the alcohol glass, Um, particularly at Christmas time too, because you usually get served on the run. So, you know, like you, you drink half a glass, someone tops it up, like you actually don't know how much alcohol you've been consuming because you're not aware always of quite how many bottles are being yeah. <laughs> served around the table. Um, so it's quite easy and quite, you know, common for people to go a little bit over the top on the alcohol at Christmas time. Um, and again. Yes. Yeah. And I would be avoiding, like, if you can, you know, champagne hits you so hard, um, usually unless it's really good stuff. But I would I'd be trying to avoid that. Um, trying to avoid going overboard with wine, like possibly clear spirits with maybe like a sparkling water and fresh lime and get them to make it for you in a tall glass. So it's still the same amount of alcohol, but you're getting a lot more liquid to your actual alcohol ratio. So you're actually drinking less alcohol. Um, I think I thought of that the other day and just thought I was absolutely brilliant. I'm sure that everybody else is aware of that hack, but I just thought, oh my gosh, what a light bulb moment. Just have it in a tall glass. Um, which I've always done know. it. I've spent, oh, my, I've, see, I've spent my life drinking lime sodas when I've been out and everyone yeah. always assumes you've got a vodka lime soda, right? Yeah. So they serve it in the same glass. It looks fancy. They usually stick a, you know, all the fresh lime and a bit of mint in there for me. And um, yeah. I just smile because people are like, oh, what are you drinking? And I did set reckon half the time, I, when I say lime soda, they've actually heard vodka lime soda. Like they, they just fill in the blanks. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, you know, oh, wow, you're getting through a lot of those. And I'm like, Huh? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. As long so, as they're not accidentally putting vodka in. No, 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 no. No, it's just um, funny though because it's just like you just smile and go, yeah, actually I've spent my whole life drinking, you know, lime soda. So for me to, to ask for one is just so, so normal. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you completely 100% is, you know, you clear spirits with a, a mixer like a, a lime uh, soda because as soon as you start throwing in the calorie, you know, killing lemonades and cokes and all that sort of stuff you just um yeah you're gonna muck around that insulin handling oh my goodness crazy not so good okay i'm gonna share with you my absolute favorite cocktail of all time it's called it's called a gin south side or just a south side but it's made on gin and it's uh a shot of gin uh some lime so some fresh lime a whole bunch of mint a tiny dash of like sugar or a tiny dash of sugar syrup and it's shaken over ice Oh, it is honestly the best thing ever. So, <laughs> there you go, ladies. There's your whole bunch of fresh mint, um, you know, like lime, and you could have it, you know, a virgin version of that as well if you're not drinking. Um, seriously, it is the best. That is a south side, so get amongst it. Uh, <laughs> Good. So I think the takeaway from that one, the top tips out of that is, um, you know, go go light on the alcohol and go heavy on the water. Yes, definitely. Love it. So my next thing is actually around movement. I am actually using this time of year to get into like more of an exercise routine because life has been so crazy lately that a lot of my very good habits have gone out the window. I'm nursing a shoulder injury, so I haven't been at the gym so much. And so what I'm doing is I'm focusing on the time that I have off to actually make movement a priority, which I'm actually really looking forward to as well. And that simply means that because I've got more flexibility, it's just the way that the day is going to start that's going to be a little bit different. And it doesn't matter where I am, like even though I'm going to be traveling, um, I'm just making sure that our 
the activities that we're doing are quite active, um, that we're not just sitting on our butts, you know, like in front of the TV the whole time. And I don't need a gym wherever I'm going. I can do body-weighted exercises so, so easily, or I can just go for a really decent walk or jog or something along those lines. So, ladies, if you're in that category as well where things have just been so crazy and you haven't been able to do your normal kind of routines, then is this a time of the year when you can actually make this a priority and start to get into the routine so it can easily follow through to the new year? So I would really suggest make time for movement. Yeah, perfect. And look um, along the lines of movement, go for a little bit of a walk morning and evening. Um, go for walks after, you know, your Christmas lunch. Go out for a walk. Go for a wander, um, you know, power walk off the pudding, whatever whatever it takes. But um, it's also a nice way of being social. I know that when we go down, my family are um, down at Dollar, south coast New South Wales. So I love that region and it's very, very normal for us to have done the Christmas lunch. Then we will go for a wander, a bit of a nature bushwalk um, because they're at Alder Peninsula nice. down there. So Ash, just for our international listeners, can you yes. say the name of that place again? <laughs> Ulladulla. So there's lots of <laughs> lots of L's in that word. Um, but yes, it's a great great little spot on the south coast of New South Wales, and um, it's you know it's really one of those traditional again traditions, right? So this is how you can make healthy family traditions or unhealthy ones, and it, the choice is yours. Um, so it's so expected that once we've had our lunch we all go out and there's either a bit of backyard cricket or there's a walk you know down to the beach or there's a walk along through the nature reserve that's out the side like you just know that there's going to be something and then there's siesta like it's kind of like this this routine and then then the get up and go we start serving again for the dinner and then the evening walk um and I love that. And I think so, ladies, if you find that, you know, exercising, like Andrea, completely agree, it's a beautiful time to probably get into an activity routine because sometimes you actually have a bit more time to yourself. You can actually yeah. get some more more things uh, done because you're not in work mode or you've, you know, you've down the tools for the year so you can actually go and focus on yourself. Um, but, you know, if, if it's not about upping the fitness game, maybe just making sure that you're active um, to help offset and compensate for the inactivity plus the extra eating that's occurring through the Christmas season. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so we are up to now number nine. Um, so for this one, my suggestion is, again, this is probably a bit of a stress coping strategy, but set boundaries. Um, you know, if there are like certain budgets that you want to stick to, put them in place and actually stick to them. There is nothing more stressful than really blowing the budget for Christmas and then, you know, all the holiday season and then not having, you know, enough to kind of get to the end of the month or whatever it might be. Um, so set those boundaries, Not obviously not just financially, but maybe with family members as well and stick to them. So if there's certain family members that just create too much stress for you, is it possible that you rearrange things so that maybe you don't have to spend the entire day with them? Or what is what is going to suit you that means that you don't have to do things out of complete obligation and it's going to stress you out to the max? And what boundaries would what would that look like? Um, Love so that. So just uninvite yeah. them basically. <laughs> you know what? Like I think that without – uh, without sounding crazy and without pandering to really awful tendencies and maybe, you know, people who are horrible to their family members. But if there are certain people that you just never gel with that, you know, you wouldn't normally want to have dinner with them, for example, but for some reason during this holiday season, you have to suffer through a lot of time with them. Like maybe you have a narcissistic um, family member or something like that. And if you can 
distance yourself from them that's not going to upset their apple cart too much, then I think that that's a really good idea. Okay. That's so that's interesting. I've, I've had a couple of families, um, you know, in the practice just ditch the, the home Christmas thing, you know, going to each other's houses and stuff. And they've, like, for example, some of them have just gone, right, we're all going up to Joondalup Resort, see you there. Um, Perfect. And how less stressful is that so that if you do have those, you know, family issues, so to speak, um, you can just ditch them. Like you, someone's serving you, no one's going to argue about the menu, there's no, you know, broken plates in the kitchen. There's, you know, so many less reasons for meltdowns and drama. Um, yes. And you're in an open environment. So sometimes when you're around others, it makes people – you know, put on their best behavior. So maybe, yeah. you know, you could flip the idea that uh, it doesn't always have to be Christmas at home. You might find that somewhere in your, your area, there is places that cater for Christmas and you can go there and just have it done for you. And, you know, a nomination, you know, dollar per head option can be a really cost effective way. Cause if you think about the cost of Christmas, all the background, every other little detail, you know, it's the serviettes, it's the food, it's the preparation time. It's like, there's so many layers to what cost comes from, um, it really sometimes can be more effective to choose a menu that's, you know, $60 a head because if you added up every person in your family and multiplied that by the, you know, the grocery bill, you sometimes realize it actually is far more expensive than expected. I know the, the price per kilo of an organic turkey and you just go, oh, my goodness, you know, like it could mm-hmm. be about, you know, 8 to $10 yeah. per person just on that meat alone and that's not, you know, not the full menu. So, yeah, yeah, I totally get that. So I love that idea that you you can distance yourself sometimes by just using an external environment. So yeah, yeah, or even just go to a park. All right, Ash, what's your next hack? Number ten. Number ten. Ah, where are we at here? We've done some. Have we done some mindfulness stuff? Yeah, we've done our stressless stuff. Um, I think making a time to catch up on sleep. So prioritize sleep. So how many people right now are you seeing that are so sleep deprived because, you know, they've got deadlines and all sorts of things. And that has been the first thing that has gone out the window in this crazy, crazy time of year. And so I'm pretty much telling everybody, this is the time to repay that sleep debt. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? What a great, uh, great opportunity. And as well, when you carb loaded, you sometimes do feel like a bit more sleep. So <laughs> you can yep. have, have your nana naps in the daytime. Mind you, with a two-year-old, that doesn't happen, but that's a nice idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can, ladies, join the 10 p.m. club. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, one of my big ones is uh, when it comes to like, you know, Christmas day and the preparations, I always make sure that like in the kitchen or around the chef or the people that are cooking, there's healthy snacks. So, you know, like veggie sticks and stuff, mm-hmm. because well, I tend to find that if I'm really, really starving, oh my gosh, the, the sweet treats and the, the totally not so good foods are really the kind of temptation I can't resist the plate full of cookies or the, so for me, just having, you know, a healthy tray of, um, raw veggie sticks cut up with some, some dips and hummus and things is just a, a lifesaver because it's a much better choice than the bowl of chips. that's just over the other side of the counter that looks so tempting. But that is that accidental healthy Christmas again, right? Yeah. I love that. Oh, Ash, that's so good. And then I think to wrap it up, ladies, so number 12 is just for all of these things, it's just being prepared. Yeah. So even if you haven't started any planning yet, like me, for example, you haven't done anything, we haven't even put up our Christmas tree yet. So that is going to happen. <laughs> um, there's still time. So it doesn't take that much planning to just 
try and make this a little bit healthier than possibly years before. So having that, you know, like Ash has been saying, the accidental healthy Christmas. And so just starting to jot down some of those little things that you can do so that when, for example, you're out shopping or you're making plans, you can keep those things in the back of your mind. Awesome. Love that. And I think the big one, I mean, the whole point, you know, the whole idea behind Christmas is stay happy. Um, do whatever it is just to make yourself feel happy. If that means getting away from people and going for a quiet walk on your own, then do it. If that means um, eating that extra piece of pudding because it just in that moment it really makes you happy, just do it. You know, like <laughs> sometimes, your name. sometimes it's okay to have a guilt-free, you know, experience of some mm-hmm. of the, the foods you'd normally never eat. Like like I've told you, my, my Sunday morning, like the boxing day, yeah. it's just like you've got you to gotta realise that sometimes just the sheer joy of something, it makes it worth doing it. And you know it's not healthy and you just accept full responsibility for it and feel the joy, feel the bliss, and then move on. Oh, that is awesome. Um, Just one thing that we um, sort of thought of before that may not necessarily go into these healthy hacks, but if people keep asking you what you want as a gift and you can't think of things, then is there certain personal care products that you've been trying to go more low-tox with? So, for example, like a um, toxin-free perfume or something along those lines, which would be such a beautiful gift that maybe you wouldn't buy for yourself. I think that that is such an awesome idea, just as a little tip. Um, Last year, Ash gave me some beautiful bottles of, like um essential oil sprays which were amazing that i still use every day so oh there you you. go and do you know this year should i tell you the present that's coming this year (gasps) yes oh ollie and i've been uh my other jokes and calls this allochemicali like she's just i don't know where it comes from but we've been little chemists in the kitchen where we've been mixing up bath salts so we've been making these beautiful you know fully sounds like you're making drugs organic (laughs) bath salts with um epsom salt and rock salt himalayan salt and um organic essential oils and organic certified um petals so you know rose buds and all sorts of things so these salts just look amazing smell amazing we bagged them up so all is my scooper so you know sometimes people think that gifts you know there's so much expense there but um you know, I was able to make dozens of gifts and, you know, on a very limited budget there. Like it's not – it wasn't the budget that – I mean, I could have spent three times as much and still made it equally as happy. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have made a difference if it was more the yeah. the image I had of these gifts, what they looked like, you know, what they smelled like. Each person had their own sort of smell, like something that I thought about personally for them. Um, and then we made body creams as well, so body butter oh. and – you know, ordering the raw organic ingredients, then literally in the kitchen with a, you know, with a, a blender, mixing things up and scooping them into the tubs. It was just oh, really, really fun. Um, so, you know, aside from being, like you said, low tox, right? So fully organic, made from scratch, you know, no chemicals, no preservatives. And, you know, whilst, hey, not everyone might use everything and not everyone has a bath, but it's the idea that they're, they're gifts made with love, with, you know, intention and with purpose. So, ladies, don't feel, you know, stressed if finances are an issue. Just remember there's some gifts like that that can, you know, be given with a lot of love that don't cost a whole lot of money too. Yeah, that is beautiful. And I do think that we're shifting into a sort of a time of much less consumerism, which I think is just amazing. Mm. So, ladies, just to recap, so those hacks were, so first, belly breathing. Uh, So that's the parasympathetic breathing. So breathing in for the count of seven, out for the count of 11. Singing. Um, and at the top of your lungs, please, we want to hear those Christmas carols. Um, being of service, 
starting the day right. So that's a protein fiber filled brekkie. Um, number five was also fiber as well. So have stacking up your plate with that first. Uh, number six was tryptophan rich foods. So things like turkey, um, eggs and those sorts of wonderful things. Number seven is alcohol. So swap it out, use large glasses, just make better choices. It's your soda and lime or your lime soda rather than, you know, the vodka lime soda. Um, number eight was making time for movement. Nine was set your boundaries. Ten, catch up on sleep. Uh, 11 was um, the healthy snack. So this is our us having that accidental healthy Christmas and finally be prepared. And then we threw in a t- couple of little bonus extras. So obviously staying happy, having that beautiful connection with your loved ones and hormone-friendly gifts. Well, ladies, happy awesome. Christmas to you all and yes. have the most amazing uh, start to 2020. Thank you so, so, so much for joining us on the journey again this year. Uh, we feel really blessed and grateful to have you as listeners, but also, you know, we can call so many of you friends. You've connected with us yeah. in so many different ways, social media, you know, through emails and um, and some of you coming into the practices to really work on your health, your bodies, your mind, your, you know, everything that you really aspire to. So we really, really want to thank you. Um, none of this is done without you you know like the reason we do what we do is because we 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 think of you we imagine you know what your needs are we try and help reach those um goals you have for your health and we really you know just want to thank you because yeah for me it brings great joy to know that um there's a ripple effect to what we do and that it's not just about us and we've never done this about us really i think it's always been that that idea that it came from service so you know, again, ladies, if you if you feel as though you, know, you want to serve in some way, share our message. Um, if you want to serve in some way, get online, you know, connect with us. Maybe you want to tell a girlfriend that we have these podcasts that has, you know, information that might help her. Um, yeah. But we'd really love to just get that message out there. So be our little ripple effect. If you can help us in one way this year, we'd love you to just pass on that message and let people know that there's some great information and that we work hard to give that uh, the information to you with, I guess, with no expectation in return. We just really want to make sure that people are living better lives. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is now many years on, hundreds of episodes later. Um, we still absolutely love having this medium and this little um, time in your life. You know, it's such a privilege for us to be um, you know, along that health journey with you and to be giving you this information. Um, I really feel like after a little break for Ash and I um, over Christmas, we were going to come back next year. So in this new decade, bigger and better uh, and, you know, constantly evolving, which is awesome. Um, so ladies, I also just have to give a really quick little shout out to Lindsay in Buffalo, New York, who is um, a very old friend of mine who I went to university with on the Sunshine Coast. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even remember how many years ago now. And she is an avid listener and I'm so grateful for that. So Linz, thank you so much. Ladies, Merry Christmas. Uh, we're so grateful for you. Uh, we are the wellness women, Dr. An- Dr. Andrew Huddleston and Dr. <laughs> Ashley Bond. I forgot who we were for a moment there. Um, you've been listening to Wellness Women Radio. We are raising the bar for women's health. So until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Also, Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.